0: Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to O.K. Clinton. Today, we'll be talking with our good friends, Rebecca Lyons and Ramya Kalusu. We've known them for forever. I've known Rebecca Lyons since like high school when I was a freshman and she was a senior. That's so funny to think about. Yeah, but there's two of our really good friends and they both have started their own separate businesses and they're really killing the entrepreneurship game and I'm so excited to hear from them. Yes, they're both focused on ice cream and I just think it's so fun to learn about a business centered on food. Yes, because we all love food. I know I love ice cream. I know, And it's just so funny to think back on like when we knew them in high school, where we yeah. are now, which was seems like a long time ago since we yeah, were freshmen. Five years since, since we they were graduated. Yeah, since we were freshmen when they were both seniors. It's mm-hmm. exciting because we knew Rebecca from Student Council. I know, growing up uh, back. <laughs> I just vividly remember like helping with like the homecoming parade oh or something gosh, with Rebecca. Every and, year. I, and I just I don't know she's always so patient and kind and then Rami and I are good friends through band and Rebecca was in band too but Rami and I were good friends through band and Feature. Yes, I think that Rebecca's uh main business that we're talking about today is Bessie's Parlor and then Romia's. So I know it's such a cute name. And then Ramias is Sugar Fiend Sweet. Yeah. So they're so both. Cute. Yes, they the both, design for rise is so cute. Yeah, I love the just artistry that they both bring to the table and creativity. So we'll actually first be talking with Rebecca Lyons. And I am so excited to hear mm-hmm. what she has to say. She has always been one of my biggest role models, especially yeah. here in Clinton. Like, she is such a strong, empowered woman. And I'm just very excited to talk with her. So I am too. She really is a role model. Like, yes. I I look up at her and I'm like, yes. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's funny. Yeah. She's definitely, I mean, she has her She has her master's degree, bachelor's degree, has started two successful businesses already, and it's only 2020, and she's only just graduated from high school five years ago. So thinking about all those accomplishments is insane, and um, I'm just really excited to hear what she has to say. Yeah, yeah. So um, keep listening if you want to hear our conversations with both Rebecca Lyons and Ramia Kutu. Yes, stay tuned. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca.
1: Hey, Olivia. Hey, Kate. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing well. Just trying to make the most out of our quarantine lives. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. We're definitely excited to talk with you today. Yes, because it's been a while since we've been like, I feel like talked with you from it's been like a couple months and I feel like a lot has changed, you know?
1: That's That's true. I'm excited to speak with you guys as well.
0: Yes. So let's dive right in. Yeah, So so introduce yourself to our listeners and to us once more since so much has changed in your life since we've really talked to you a lot.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Rebecca Lyons. I am the founder of Lunch Socks and Bessie's Parlor. I'm a 2015 Clinton High School graduate and also attended Iowa State and finished up this past year in 2019.
0: So what did you study at Iowa State?
1: My undergraduate major was Agricultural Studies and then I minored in Entrepreneurial Studies and then I went on to grad school right away and did a degree in Agricultural Education.
0: Oh, we love a higher education yeah, sister. Wow.
1: <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> impressive. Yeah, <it's>
0: <laughs> so, did you do anything at Iowa State that was like super cool that like enhanced your whole educational experience there?
1: So, Iowa State has one of the Papa John Centers for Entrepreneurship. They're at various colleges throughout the state of Iowa. And I would say that participating in programs run through there was definitely an influential part of my college experience. The best part was the summer between my junior and senior year. I participated in SciStarters, which is a 10-week student business accelerator program. And that's really where I was able to grow Lunch Socks to where it is now.
0: So can you tell us that's awesome because like I feel like people don't like capitalize on those opportunities in college enough, but I feel like you're one of those people that took like every single opportunity. So can you tell us a little bit more about like lunch socks and like what you what the business is and company?
1: For sure. Lunch Socks is a company that I started during my junior year of college. So back November 2017 is when it launched. And Lunch Socks was a business that I started because I wanted to feed kids in need. And so I thought, what is a simple item that a lot of people buy on a repetitive basis that I can sell and then provide a portion of the profits to kids in need? And so I landed upon the product of socks, and so I was selling wool socks online, and then the profits were feeding various meal programs um, locally as well as internationally for kids who needed a little extra nourishment.
0: That is so cool. So I guess, like, in the process of that, did you, I, I guess, like, were you hesitant to start it, or were there any, like, fears involved in starting it?
1: I don't think I was overly fearful in starting it mostly because I kind of took it with some calculated risk and so I didn't, you know, make a major investment to get the business started. I started pretty gradually just with 10 pairs of socks that I bought off Amazon and then posted on my personal Facebook page and that grew to, you know, thousands of pairs of socks sold later through my website. And so I think that I also had the safety net of being a student when I started my venture. And so having that as kind of a backup of I have this degree to fall back on um, was very helpful and made it a lot less fearful of an experience.
0: That's crazy because like I feel like I would be so scared to start a business because it's like, where do you even start? So like, how did you like overcome those obstacles of thinking like, how, like, how do you get like your business license? Like, how do you get like, all of this like technical things like how do you get that start stuff started
1: right for me i think that because i just had a vision for it i kind of jumped in and didn't really think about all of the different legal aspects but i was fortunate to be at iowa state where there were lots of entrepreneurial minds that were able to help me through all of the logistical you know business legal things and connect me with the right people to make sure that I was running my business as professionally as possible.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Definitely very professional. I guess one of my other questions about um, lunch stocks is um, like, how did you come up with that food aspect of that? Like getting back for people who needed that food assistance. Like where did that come from?
1: I think that I first saw the need for kids to have nourishment was honestly back in my own hometown of good old Clinton, Iowa, um, seeing that there were kids receiving free reduced price meals and knowing that, you know, from Mr. Arcland and high school econ that there's no such thing as a free lunch. And obviously that um, funding was coming from somewhere. And so I know that, you know, Everybody, no kid deserves to go to bed hungry, and that they're going to have a better educational and life experience if they're well fed. And so that's where I first saw the need and just wanted to address it. Um, But I saw hunger also at a global scale. The summer before I started Lunch Socks, I was doing mission work in Zimbabwe, Africa, and I was working with orphans at a critical care center. And so these kids were preschool aged, and It was basically run similar to a daycare, but with a little bit more of an educational component, but they would feed the kids and the food that they were currently being served was not anything gourmet by any means. Um, But I did see how they were able to learn a lot better when they were well-fed. And so the first year's profits went toward that um, organization in Zimbabwe And then when I went into 2018, I pulled my customers to see where they wanted the meals to be going. And so the overwhelming response was that people wanted to help out kids right in our own backyard. And so for 2018, the profits went toward the Clinton's Backpack Buddies weekend meal program run through the information referral and assistance program.
0: That's like... Amazing. Like, I swear, we're gonna say amazing to describe you like 50 more times. (laughs) But that's like crazy. So you mentioned a little bit about Clinton and how that kind of shaped your view of like, what you were passionate about. Can you talk a little bit more about how like, the Clinton community like helped your business? And was was the support there? Did you feel like you were supported in your community? Like, can you talk a little bit more
1: about that? Yeah, I'm definitely grateful for all of the support of sales coming from, you know, the Clinton zip code. And even into 2019, I continued providing funding for the Backpack Buddies program. Um, Sales that came from Clinton went to feed Clinton kids, um, while the rest of the sales went to provide for a program in Des Moines. Um, But I was very grateful to have such a strong community support system as I launched this business because even if it wasn't people I knew, I could still see, you know, where these socks were being shipped. And I think I'm just very grateful for the word of mouth marketing that I received from the Clinton community. And even the Clinton Herald has done a couple articles that I'm grateful for, because I think that the more that the word can get spread, that this is happening, the more kids get fed. And so I'm grateful for that. Wow.
0: That's really amazing. So Are you still working on uh, Lunch
1: Socks? In February, I sold the company to a new owner, and she's continuing on the legacy of Lunch Socks. The meals for this year are going toward the Feeding America program, and she, the new owner, um, is also a sheep farmer, and so she's incorporating even a more local aspect of having the wool from the sheep she raises, as well as other local farmers, um, be it the wool that's used in the socks that are sold on lunchsocks.com.
0: Wow, was that was that hard for you to like give up your baby? You like your own like you like started this and like now like you're you gave it away and like can you tell us about what you're working on now and like that transition? Yeah, I feel like that would be so hard with anything, yeah. let alone a, a business, business <laughs> that you started from the ground up.
1: Yeah I think that for me people have used the analogy of oh you're giving up your baby but mm-hmm. I see it more as rather than putting my baby my business up for adoption <laughs> I it's more so of I sent it off to college and so Aww, it's going off to its next phase in life and I set it up to be successful and so it's as I feel like a proud parent maybe that I get to continue watching the business grow and do um, what I designed it to do and and that being feeding kids. And so um, no, I don't feel sad that I'm not running lunch socks anymore because as a quote unquote empty nester, I'm not just sitting around missing lunch socks. I'm actually um, launching another business called Bessie's Parlor. And Bessie's Parlor has kind of transformed over time in what the vision for that business is. I had the idea my freshman year of college, actually, so before Lunch Sucks ever came to be, um, to open an ice cream shop and have an educational component initially focused on agricultural education for kids attending the ice cream shop. And as time has gone on, I've kind of pivoted away from that. I'm living in Ames now that I've finished school. And so lunch socks, lunch socks, listen to me. So maybe I haven't let go of lunch socks. <laughs> Bessie's parlor um, is now more so focused on the educational side of things, especially this summer. Um, I had intentions pre-COVID that mm-hmm. this summer would be when the ice cream was up and running and I would be educating the youth, the high school youth that worked for me with the career preparation program. But because of coronavirus, things have shifted a little, but I think that's what any good business does is that they're flexible and respond to real life circumstances in real time. And so what's happening with Bessie's Parlor right now is that I'll soon be launching Summer Camp in a Box and offering a variety of boxes that I'll be sending out more so toward elementary kids. So the four different boxes that I'll be starting off with are a farm box, a junior business box, a vacation Bible school box, and then just a general summer fun box. So oh, that's, that's kind of what Boston's so is going to be. Thanks for this summer. Um, still have an intern and I'm going to be working with some high schoolers to kind of get things even more organized for next summer when the ice cream will hopefully become a part of the business.
0: again. That is like, I feel like you just, you can literally like see your passion for like community and like where you're placed. And that's something that like, I feel like if everybody could just dive into their passion and like help people, the world would be like 3 million times better. So like, I think like our last question that we want to ask you about today is kind of like, Well, two parts. Like, this is my last question. Kate might have another question for you, but um, what's one piece of advice you'd give to young entrepreneurs, especially in the Clinton area?
1: I think my piece of advice is just do it. I know I'm stealing that from Nike, but I think that sometimes we think, oh, I'm young, or I'm just from Clinton, or I'm not a business person, but um, I think everybody has unique skill sets that enable them to make an impact on those around them, whether that's through a business or in another way. And I think that just letting your creativity run wild and um, know that the sky's the limit as far as how you can go about making that impact. So I say, just go for it. Well,
0: wow, that's that's such a good piece of advice. I feel like people somewhat know, but they don't act. like Mm -hmm. I I think that's amazing I think people need to hear that more including myself yeah definitely (laughs) raise my hand (laughs) just do it yeah that's really cool I guess going off of that what do you see your short-term goals and long-term goals being with Bessie's parlor with other future projects and just yourself included
1: yeah I think short-term is definitely getting these boxes up and running for this summer. We'll see if it continues on into the future as an offering of Bessie's Parlor. Um, But I think that beyond that, another goal that I have for this summer is that when my college student intern starts next week, um, to really intentionally pour into her. And then she's also going to be leading a small group of high school girls Through the curriculum that we were initially going to go through with the ice cream employees. And so I think that if I can see that trickle down impact um, by the end of summer, I'll definitely feel that it was a successful um, short short term goal achieved.
0: You're definitely the embodiment of empowered women empower and yeah. women. Because, like, that's amazing. I feel like that mentality can go so far. The fact that, like, you have this experience now and the fact that you want to give someone else those skills and the things that you've learned is something that's, like, it's amazing. And, you know, if I can have half of that mentality, then, like, I would consider myself to be...
1: Set for life. Yeah. Uh-oh, I think you do have that mentality, and I think you are set for life. <laughs> looking at two wonderful women right here. So. I for being like, part of my tribe.
0: Oh, <laughs> yay. You. I guess, like, after this summer, looking ahead, what are your long term goals? Mm-hmm.
1: I guess. Yeah, I think long term with Bessie's Parlor is to continue um growing it hopefully get ice cream back in the picture and then I was really pleased with the transition of lunch socks to the new owner and so I would I have lots of other business (laughs) ideas and so I can see myself selling Bessie's parlor um and moving on to something else wow you
0: know you gotta start and then you gotta let it go like you said and I think that's (laughs) I mean, like, but in ten years from now, you're gonna like have like fifty businesses, and you're gonna be like Forbes 30 under 30, and yeah. you're gonna be like, I have fifteen businesses, and everybody's just gonna be like, "Dang, look at her go!" Yeah. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be like, "I knew her, and I knew her when <laughs> I was on her student council <laughs> committee, <laughs> TBT all the way to planning the homecoming parade, and now look at us, yeah, planning those businesses." Yes. yes. Many more things
1: to come. Yes. Well, I think I have one more piece of advice as far, not just specifically to entrepreneurs, but just to people entering the workforce and doing life is that, um, yeah, surround yourself with good people because I think that having Olivia's and Kate's in my life is definitely um, a huge factor in being where I'm at.
0: That well, is so sweet to say. Honestly, video. I feel like that's the biggest compliment I've ever received. The yeah. <laughs> Rebecca Lions. <laughs> yeah. It is so important. Yeah. It really is. To surround people with people who are, like, motivated and goal-oriented. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And yeah. That is so important. Yeah. Well... Thank you so much for being on our little podcast. I really hope that you have a great rest of your summer. I'm looking forward to like seeing everything that you do because I know it's going to be a lot. So (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I so am too. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do this summer, what you do from here on out and just being able to see you grow and see where you go with that so we'll be sure to link your information in our podcast and keep everybody updated on what you are doing yes thank you again so much for being on our show
1: (laughs) thanks for having me ladies
0: Wow, Rebecca continues to amaze me. Yeah, if I didn't have enough respect for her, then (laughs) it definitely like quadrupled after talking with her and just her success and passion for her community. It's amazing. And Thank you, Rebecca. We'll for sure be linking her information um, in the description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So for sure, follow her on social media and just keep up with it because I know that there's going to be amazing things to come. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, our next interview is with Ramya. Yes. And Ramya is just an on, on amazing person. Her passion for her ice cream uh, company is Really, truly inspiring. You can just tell talking with her that she loves it, and it's really just contagious—the love and care she puts into something that she herself cares about so much, so that it makes me go like, "Dang! Like, what am I passionate about? Like, what do I need to put that energy towards?" Honestly, yeah. She just graduated from University of Iowa, and I'm so excited to see where her life takes her because. Mm If she has this much passion for her business now, I can't even imagine what it's going to look like in 10 years, five know, years, even I know. next year. I mean, like she was on our podcast. Honestly. When, yeah. we'd be like, like, going, to her, like her. A, going to an ice cream like launch thing for her sometime. Be like, oh, yes, yes. yes. We covered her story. Yeah, for sure. I am so excited. I'm so excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. So please stay tuned. And here's our Talk with her. Hi, Romeo. Welcome to OK Clinton podcast. Hello.
2: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, it is our honor to We're be interviewing you. interviewing you. Yeah, we are so excited to hear more about you and your business and just everything in between. Yeah. So, with that, I guess you should introduce yourself to our listeners and to us once more. <laughs> right.
2: Hi, okay Clinton podcast listeners. My name is Remya Kalusu, and I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Perfect.
0: We love that. Yeah. Happy to be here too? And yeah, we're all just happy. <laughs> um so what did you you went to Clinton High School, right?
2: Yes. What
0: year did you graduate in? Uh
2: 2015. So I'm five years out now, which is crazy.
0: I know that is like my sister, Haley, like I was like, oh my gosh, time goes by so fast. So I'm like, I can't believe you've been out
2: of high school for so long. Yeah, like on my Facebook, the pictures from my graduation came up and they were like, oh, five years ago. And I was like, oh, it's already been that long.
0: So what have you done in those five years post-Clinton High School?
2: So I graduated from the University of Iowa this past December with a degree in Enterprise Leadership. Congrats. But before that, uh, 2018, I started an ice cream company called Sugar Fiend Sweets.
0: That is very exciting. So I guess before we dive into that, which I'm super to learn more about, even more, is I guess, like, um, how, like, how were your college experiences, like, how did your college experiences shape, like, where you are right now and like your business too before we dive deeper
2: in? Mm-hmm. Um, Well, I actually originally started as a cinema major. That's what I was for the first like two years or so. But then I switched over to enterprise leadership and just being in all these business classes and like my dad was an entrepreneur as well. Like it just kind of, I think I always kind of knew that I wanted to um not necessarily be my own boss, but just like work Mm -hmm. on like my own terms yeah and like just do things my way I guess Mm -hmm. so I guess yeah that's pretty much it and then um with the student org that I was in I was their public relations marketing representative so I knew about like social media marketing from them so I was like okay like can't be too hard to try and sell this delicious ice cream (laughs) so yeah that's pretty much
0: that's cool. So like, do you think that Iowa was very, cause you went to the university of Iowa. So was that very impactful? Do you think, do you think you still would have wanted to start a business or had the same opportunities if you went to a different school?
2: Um, I'm not really sure. Like Iowa has one of the best, like entrepreneurship programs, I think in the country, I think they're ranked like, Oh, don't quote me on this, but like <laughs> 21st or something in the country maybe. But it was, yeah, it was kind of just lucky that I ended up um, doing enterprise leadership because, of course, I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, like my major, it's not through, like, the business school, Tippy, it's through the entrepreneurial center. So, it was, like, a liberal arts major, so I still had to do the liberal arts, like, gen eds, but also on the business side of things, it was general business, but with an emphasis on entrepreneurship and leadership. And... Yeah. So, like, after I started the business um, last summer, I did the Hawkeye Startup Accelerator, and I managed like two interns, and I met Jerry from Ben and Jerry's and John Papa John, and all these people. and
0: Oh, oh my gosh! Can you like? That's impressive. Can you that's like cool. tell us about that? Like how how was meeting them? Like those are some like pretty top CEOs out there.
2: Yeah, it, that was crazy to like meet the person in my industry. Um, Mm -hmm. I met him at Entrafest, which is in Cedar Rapids. Of course, they're not having it in person this year, but I believe it's virtual. And um, he was like the keynote speaker. So he just talked about like his story and how they started. And like Ben and Jerry's is very much about, you know, voicing their stances on things and using their brand for like the things that they believe in. And I think that's really important and super cool. And obviously, like, when you think about a pint of ice cream, that's probably the first like company you think of. So
0: uh, I would I would say so. Mm-hmm, and it's really good too. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've been there actually. <laughs> <Good> place. But <laughs> enough about that. No, that's. I think that's exciting to like meet those people who are leaders in your industry, and just getting that insight and perspective is so important.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah and so after his like uh speech I was sitting in like the front row if not one of the front rows and I just made a beeline to go talk <laughs> to him and um he was very he was very nice and very encouraging and he was like oh can I see like pictures of like your ice cream and stuff and yeah
0: oh, that's so nice that's yeah awesome.
2: that was just awesome <laughs>
0: speaking of that so like can we get into a little bit more about like your entrepreneur story like how you came to be because I think I follow you on your socials and stuff and I'm so impressed with how much the company has taken off so can you like give us like a I don't know like Like a story and to going off that I'm just intrigued like I I guess like it What if, or was there a moment of being like a switch from cinema to more business, like things too, going along with Olivia's question? So like just your whole story in general. (laughs) Just give it to us.
2: Well, I think the reason I wanted to do cinema to begin with is because like, I mean, I kind of have always lived in the world of TV. Like, you know, growing up, like I just watched a lot of TV and I still do. I still... I'm currently binge watching a ton of stuff during quarantine. And like, I don't know, I think I, in general, just like the way that you can get your message out there and how it can really resonate with people through this medium. And I was really into that, but honestly I wasn't very good at it (laughs) and I didn't really like it. And overall, I think I just didn't like the feeling of being pigeonholed into one thing. Mm -hmm. So with enterprise leadership, I could really just do anything I wanted with that business background. And I think like learning to be a good leader is really, really important. And that was honestly probably one of the biggest things that I got out of my major. So yeah, so I switched from cinema to enterprise leadership and yeah, (laughs) that was pretty much it. Like I was really only doing, like, one cinema class per semester, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I still had the same gen eds because because of the fact that Enterprise Leadership is a liberal arts major. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So it was just kind of getting more into business classes. Oh, also, when I was a cinema major, I had an entrepreneurship certificate. Mm,
0: Okay. Okay. So that's a good Yeah. So it wasn't too far of a leap. So like, how did, like, did this idea come to you in like a dream or like, did you like have a class where you had to make your own product and you're like, Oh, ice cream. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, well, so I've just always been really into food, like really into, food. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just love a lot of things about food. You can cut that part out cause whatever, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I really like watching like YouTube videos on different recipes and stuff, even if I'll never make it just because I like watching the process. And so I knew of this ice cream making method since like spring 2016, but I didn't make it until like around February or March, 2018. And I was like, you know, I'm in all these entrepreneurship classes and learning how to build a business. Like I might as well, like, this could be a really good way for me to, like apply this information in a real world way. So it makes it easier for me to learn in school because I have like a motivation here and now like to use it. And you know, what I'm learning in school is obviously going to help my business move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, originally it was kind of just a way for me to earn extra pocket money. Cause I was like, oh, okay. I can just experiment with this and mm-hmm. people will buy it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. It was like, it's just so fun that I was like, people are actually going to pay me to like do this thing. That's really fun for me. Okay. I'm now.
0: Wow. That that's cool. Yeah. That's a good motivator. I, I think a lot of people are learning about that, about themselves during this quarantine. They're like, well, what can I do to like make money that I'm passionate about?
2: Yeah. That's
0: cool. So like, how did you get your first customers, I guess, like in, in mentioning that you were selling it to people at the very start. Like, who did you contact? You're
2: like, what did you do? Um. Well, originally, I was, like, making test batches just to see how versatile, like, the ice cream paste actually was. So, like, a bunch of different flavors. And then I would have friends come over and try it and be like, hey, like, is this good? Like, do you think, you know, I could sell this? Like, what, I don't know, just what do you think about it? And so, um, on just, like, my personal social media, I guess I kind of just had, I just kind of like told my followers about it. And I was like, Hey, you should follow this. Like I literally set a date April 11th. I was like, this is our launch day. You should go follow this account because I'm going to start selling some ice cream. (laughs) And yeah. So the main premise was, and I guess still is that every week I would do a different ice cream flavor. Um, first come first serve is a very limited batch a a limited like number of pints. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if I should say this, but I was pretty much just running it out of my house.
0: <laughs> no, so, that's okay. That's I think, okay. Shoot, everyone has to start. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I had like, I was like, oh, on Sundays because ice cream Sunday. Like, this is the, oh, the time thing. that you come pick it up. And yeah, so yeah, that was about it. Um, my friend had like an event that I tried selling at which didn't get a ton of traffic, but, you know, it was still, like, important for me to do, and, yeah.
0: That's really cool. So, I guess, like, how have you seen your company grow? And I know that you were in Founders Club at Iowa, so I don't know if you want to talk about both of those experiences, too. Yeah,
2: so, um, literally, as I was starting my company, I was in this business consulting class where they – put students into groups and they have you work with like local clients and serve as consultants for them for like whatever it is that they want help with and so at the on the last day of that class our mentor who was like working with us he asked each of us what we were doing that summer and I told him like I'm trying to get into Founders Club I started this ice cream thing and he was like I'm one of the entrepreneurs in residence at Founders Club like Oh my gosh.
0: Tell
2: about this. <laughs> <I> <laughs> um, so it was pretty much decided that he would be my mentor in Founders Club. He his name's Keith Chiavetta. He's an awesome guy. He like launched Walmart.com and he's worked with Apple and stuff, and he started his own business around my age, I think. So yeah, he's just been an excellent resource for me through Founders Club. Um, and of course the accelerator. After the accelerator, I would say is when the business started to really, really take off. I was doing catering like all the time and wow. I was still in school. So mm-hmm. and the thing was, was that it wasn't even that I was doing a ton of classes or anything. It was just one particular class, mm-hmm. math for business, that <laughs> was like destroying me. And so mm-hmm. I was spread pretty thin. And I was like, I can't wait to just do this full time. Yes.
0: But now you are doing it full time, right?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, quarantine has definitely thrown a wrench into things. Um, But before that, yeah, I was definitely just doing it full time. The plan was to do the company full time through the summer in Iowa City and then um, move somewhere warm. I don't know if I should say that here, but, you know, it's the truth. Like Iowa City has been great for growing the company and everything, but I need to be somewhere warm. This is an ice cream company. I can't be somewhere where it's cold, like, so much. And in general, I've just always wanted to move somewhere warm, so.
0: That makes sense. Have, like, have you seen – can Clintonians watching this – can they get their ice cream from you, or are you selling anything this summer in Clinton?
2: Um, as of, like, since mid-March, I haven't really. I might, like – I don't know it all just depends on restrictions and everything especially yeah. because Iowa City is such like a hot spot for it mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything that would endanger anyone or anything that I'm like not comfortable with so it really all depends which just <laughs> so much more stressful but
0: yeah yeah for sure uh, so I guess like reflecting back on like how you have become you know, who you are i guess like how do you think that like clinton has impacted your like uh career and even like the iowa city area like what do you think has been like some motivators or what have you in this
2: process um i would say that ice cream shop for sure like oh. influenced. yeah definitely influenced my company unfortunately it's not there anymore which is so sad because i just love that place
0: what was like Please yeah, I always got the coffee espresso ice
2: cream and that was so good. And they had gelato there too, which was so good. Mm. Um, but they would do like these specialty Sundays. I don't know if they were every week or like every couple weeks or something, but like having that kind of rotation of like different flavor profiles and building something like that, like definitely influenced my um weekly flavors. And, like, every time I picture my future ice cream shop, it always looks like how that ice cream shop looked. So (laughs) pay homage to your your predecessor, yeah. 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 So that was probably, like, one of the biggest influences for sure. That's
0: awesome. Um, Yeah. So I guess my last question for you would be what advice do you have to – young entrepreneurs, especially in the Clinton area, um, what advice would you give them knowing what you know now?
2: Um, just do it. Like if it's something that you're passionate about, something that you believe in, like it's going to be really hard. Definitely yeah. keep that in mind. Like don't think for a second that it's going to be easy. But if you believe in it, if you care about it, if you're willing to put in the work, then do it. Like there's going to be naysayers all the time because you know they can't imagine themselves going after what they want mm-hmm. don't listen to them listen to me instead <laughs> uh, yes we'll put a slogan on it
0: we'll be like listen to Romeo." yeah yeah like that that is so important i mean if you didn't do what you wanted to do like it wouldn't be your ice cream company and like that's crazy that's crazy
2: yeah like I don't know passion is such a big important like thing to me and I don't think it is as much to other people which of course is completely fine but mm-hmm. I think it still matters and you know you should pay attention to that instead of just like being like oh I'm gonna do something practical because that's what my parents want me to do or do this because like this other person wants me to do like do things because you want to do them
0: amen yeah I like that Yes. I need to listen to that. Yeah. Say it louder for the people in the back. (laughs) Yeah. That's good advice. I guess my last question is kind of broad, but what are your short-term and long-term goals in the
2: future? Uh, Short-term goals. Um, So I, you know, graduated from the university and so pretty much moving to california that's where i want to go um and getting a job there in like because i mean i have this degree i might as well use it in like marketing or project management or something at some big company to fill in the gaps of the things that i don't necessarily get out of my startup like financial stability and Mm -hmm. spending money and not feeling guilty about it because it's like the business's money and you know i mean there's I don't regret starting my company at all. I don't want anyone to think that that's what I'm saying, but like, there's definitely a reason why people start businesses after they're already like established and have savings and have been real adults for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it the other way around. So yeah. And I mean, that doesn't mean that I'm giving up on sugar fiend at all. It's just, you know, moving it to a new place and there's been a lot of time and research and energy put into figuring out how best to do that. Um, So yeah, moving, getting a, like having a job to learn more about business and marketing. Cause I mean, I'm only 23, like Mm -hmm. there's still so much more that I need to learn about everything. I don't feel like I'm qualified whatsoever right now to be running a storefront, like, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, but Yeah that's short-term. Long-term is to get Sugar Fiend into stores, selling it by the pint, and then having uh, storefronts everywhere, all over the world. That sounds pretty good to me.
0: Okay, (laughs) yeah, cool. cool. I can see it. I can see it too. I think that I mean, your passion reads very easily off the screen that, like, you have passion for this company. Obviously, I feel like anyone who starts a startup, especially very young, has to have, like, an excessive amount of passion for their company. And I can definitely see that. And I'm I'm so glad and happy that I was able to meet you and we were able to talk today. And, I mean, we've known each other since like high school yeah band. yeah
2: man <laughs> <laughs> yeah all grown up <laughs> yeah I
0: know. it's exciting I'm to go off what Olivia said I'm excited to see what you will do in the future and I think that there is more to come and I can't wait to keep watching and witnessing it Yes, we will for sure link all of your information um, with this podcast so that people can learn more about your company and more about you. Yeah, thank you so much.
2: Yeah, thank you guys.
0: Wow, again, wow. Wow, I <laughs> probably said "Wow" like fifty hundred times in this episode. But trust me, like talking to these women just like empowers you to do more. And like it's like I think we all have to take on that me- mentality of like, why not me? Like, yes, yeah, seriously, I don't. It's yeah, just, that's like, it's such a small thing. And both of them said like, just do it mm-hmm. and just go after what you want. And it's an important reminder because especially when you know that they're doing what they love. Mm -hmm. Why can't we be doing what we love? Yeah. And like, I think, you know, we started this podcast and we were really scared and we were very like, oh my gosh, how will people take this? And like Rebecca was actually, Rebecca and Ramia were both our first ever interviews that we did. And, you know, they like just empowered us and made sure that we knew that we had their support, which is just Mm -hmm. so special because like nowadays in our fast moving society, I think that we can forget just how valuable it is to have friendships and mentors that really just want the best for you. Yeah, and that's exactly what they are to us. You summed it up perfectly like just having that support and mentorship is really so meaningful and it's important to have that today like I feel like everybody needs to strive for that in whatever capacity. I don't know. I I can attest that Ramya's ice cream is <laughs> amazing. I literally had some Mm, a couple days ago literally devoured that s'mores <laughs> flavor make sure to follow her on her socials get yes. her ice cream perfect summer snack like seriously it will be gone before you know it highly suggest the s'mores flavor <laughs> <laughs> um you heard it here first but yes. seriously I I'm so excited to try Rebecca's ice cream and just try other flavors Ramia has and going forward just really supporting our friends from Clinton. Yeah, so with that said, we will, like Kate said, we're going to leave all their social media and contact info in the description. So make sure to follow them because these young women are going places and we're so glad that they let us be a part of their journey. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for tuning in and we can't wait to hear from you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode of OK Clinton. See you next time.